Hello and welcome to the Faculty Podcast, covering the latest breakthroughs, research, news and insight delivered by the world's leading academic and industry figures. In this episode, Rachel Lofthouse, Professor of Teacher Education in the Carnegie School of Education, Leeds Beckett University, discusses mentoring and coaching in education. If we're working in schools in England, then mentoring tends to be understood to be something which happens for early career teachers, student teachers, trainee teachers, um, very much at the beginning of somebody's um, development as a new practitioner. And it tends to be something that's offered for a period of time to help them develop their practice against a range of predetermined standards, uh, professional standards, to ensure that they are competent and capable in their role so that if they go on to gain employment or if their contract is secured or when they're first in a job and they're perhaps needing that additional support, we are able to help that person prioritize their development of practice, provide them with some expert guidance, some additional uh, instructions, some pastoral support when necessary, but principally ensure that they are um, a good enough professional to, to be part of a part of the profession. And I think in England, that's what mentoring in, in education tends to be. Similarly, however, there are, there are occasions when somebody might be new in a role, for example, as a head teacher, and they are offered a mentor. And again, that tends to be um, in order to help them secure their practice when they're new in that role to equip them with the correct um, understanding skill set to build on what they already know to help them to gain confidence in that new role. Um, And that's sometimes seen as a mentoring um, purpose as well. And in both those cases, one of the similarities is typically that the mentor is somebody who can draw very directly on their own experience in a very similar job. So if you're mentoring a student teacher, you're usually working in the same school, if it's in secondary, in the same subject, if it's in primary, then somebody who's got a good insight into the, you know, what, what that new teacher needs to, to know and be able to do well in that school. And if you're mentoring a head teacher, then often it's uh, somebody who is either currently a head teacher or very recently a head teacher and has met, successfully met some of the challenges that you're going to face when you're new in that role. So that's often what we think about as mentoring. Um, what we offer, coaching is probably something which is harder to pin down because it's used um, a bit more widely um, to mean a, a, a range of practices. Um, the main difference between coaching and mentoring is usually um, determined or um, centered around who sets the agenda and how the coach or the mentor interact with that learning agenda. So if you're coaching somebody, then it's often suggested that you wouldn't provide direct instructional guidance or give somebody um, the benefit of your wisdom in a similar situation. You know, you wouldn't be saying, well, I think you might do this because when I did the same you know, the outcomes were what you're looking for. As a coach, you're more likely to be asking facilitative questions. You're more likely to assume that the individual you're coaching has um, many of the 
the answers to those questions already within them, and they just need some space and time to resolve the dilemma, to have some structured, scaffolded thinking time to help them understand what decisions might be worth making or what practice might be worth, de worth developing. And classically, therefore, we tend to see coaching and mentoring as one being um, a little bit more open, coaching being more open and a bit more about facilitating thinking and self-determination and mentoring being a bit more structured and scaffolded towards a set of goals that are common to others in the profession as opposed to identified um, and directed by the individual being coached. Because we're always working against the clock in the profession, uh, because uh, most, men well, all mentors uh, will have multiple other roles in the school, um, and the time that they can give to mentoring is, is often limited, however dedicated they are, however skilled and hardworking they are as a mentor, there's always a, there's a kind of a, a constraint to what they can actually do. Um, I think it is quite tempting to, um, to generalise and to just make a, pro a proposal that, you know, all new teachers face similar challenges and have similar, um, you know, necessary steps for development and that if a mentor can follow those steps with some sufficient advice and guidance, then the new teachers will make progress and will feel more secure and more confident. Um, and, and in some respects, there is some truth in that because somebody giving you their time, giving you their expertise, giving you their um, the opportunity to, you know, to think about and reflect on your own practice is generally going to be an opportunity for professional learning and development, but it's probably not possible to say that coaching isn't valuable to new teachers. This sort of, I've sort of twisted that a little bit because actually a really good mentor will draw on the skills of a coach when they can understand that it's the right way to mentor. There will be moments in a long journey, a professional development journey, you know, across the course of a a placement for a student teacher or a, a year on um, an NQT for an NQT that actually a mentor will understand that sometimes they need to give guidance and at other times I mean, they need to create the space and ask the right questions for the new teacher to gain personal insight and actually to reflect for themselves, because without that sense of reflecting for yourself and making decisions for yourself, it's quite hard to gain a sense of agency and that actually you are capable and confident in this role. So I think it, 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 it's probably the case that we invest in mentoring programs, but that good mentors use coaching as part of their repertoire when they're working with new teachers. One of the things I think um, that if a school sought to embed and ultimately sustain coaching, you would see is that that school would recognise that there are um, a wealth of forms of coaching that will have value um, to support the school system, to support the professionals within that school system. And also, of course, in some schools, coaching is the model, the pedagogic model as well, or, or it plays quite a strong part in the pedagogic model for students and pupils. So it, we, a school which has a culture of coaching, it will often spill over into the way that they work with their pupils. But I think um, what, what schools find, they don't find this easy because it often uh, it meets some resistance. 
because again, uh, many uh, teachers are pushed for time, and sometimes they're not. It's not that they are seeking easy answers, but they are looking. They are looking to be guided when when they're pushed for time, um, and coaching can is a bit of a luxury because you're actually saying to people, let's give time for thinking before we act, and let's spend more time together in conversation before we make our strategic decisions or our operational decisions about what to do next. So it can be seen as a bit of a luxury, but I think what you do find uh, when schools start to adopt more of a co coaching um, culture is that they they become more open to the expertise that resides in the school, but equally they become more aware of the limitations of the expertise in the school and perhaps more open to seeking additional support and guidance and expertise when they need it. I think they gift to their teachers a sense of belief in them, so they invest time and effort in the people they've got as opposed to investing more time and effort in the kind of scrutiny of teachers which can often lead to falsely identifying areas of deficit or too quickly identifying areas of deficit and assuming that you'd be better off looking for new staff rather than supporting and developing the ones you've got. I think that in a school where there's a good coaching culture, conversations that are informal are often hugely formative as well because people are more practiced at professional conversations, at, at, at identifying the insights that others have to offer, at asking each other questions to generate those insights and in appreciating those insights. And that, that spills over often from the formal um, opportunities for coaching to the more informal conversations that colleagues have with each, with each other. Um, so I think they become places where ideas are a bit more, if you like, in the ether and a bit more alive, um, and perhaps a little bit more, um, I've kind of used the word scrutinise in a negative way, but it's also important to scrutinise in a positive way. So, so we test our ideas out with each other in a coaching culture, um, rather than um, assuming only one person has the expertise and they just need to drip that down the food chain. So I think there's quite a lot that happens, but to be fair, it's a, it's a difficult journey for a lot of schools because we work in a system that is, is very performative and is based often on narrow measures of performance, uh, both for pupils and for professionals, and not always very forgiving and not very giving in terms of time um, and attention. So I, I think a coaching school is one that has to make a very deliberate effort to say, you know, as a group of professionals here, we understand our strengths, we build on our strengths, we also understand our limitations, and we are open to the development of better ideas without that in itself um, coming from a perspective of we need to improve rapidly and quickly because coaching cultures um, actually acknowledge that change is, is more organic and quite and quite tentative often um, and needs to be nurtured as opposed to be rushed through. Mm -hmm.